Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. This is the Will Wish Podcast. I'm your birth wizard, Emmy, who is hosting. This podcast is all about how birth choices matter and how people can get access to those resources to support their decisions. Please feel free to check out our 501 nonprofit of willowish.org. And let's have a really rad conversation. conversation today with Christina, our director and guru here with Willow Wish. So she's the one that if you got any questions, who we direct you to and who's also giving us our marching orders. So hi, Christina. I don't know about marching orders, but I sure am happy to be here today. <laughs> so, thank you so much, Emmy, for inviting me to be part of your first broadcast podcast. I'm so excited. I'm thrilled to have you on the team. So Thank you so much for taking Willow Wish to the next generation of listeners. Oh my God. I appreciate it. So like a, like a big deal. And it is I, to me. I, yeah. <laughs> I like being thought of as a big deal. Um, especially by a big deal like yourself. Oh, um, me. Can you tell us um, the birth story of Willow Wish? Because I know one of your favorite things is talking birth stories. So yes. maybe talk about the birth story or like, you know how things kind of got moving and grooving? Well, so this is a story that I could probably take all day to tell. I will tell the highlight reel. Okay. So I will start with, um, it started with an event. You know, in, if you want to read the more of the whole birth story, I would direct you to our Voyage Phoenix interview that we did with Voyage Phoenix. And um, it really is a beautiful story of, you know, we're appropriately living in Phoenix, Arizona, right? So. It's a story of, of loss and rising from the ashes and making a beautiful thing happen. So um, some of the midwives that were involved in this event that happened decided, you know, FOMO, right? Fear of missing out and life is too short. What is it? The thing you only live, well, YOLO they say now, right? YOLO. You only live once. YOLO and FOMO came together, right? True story. <laughs> it was a, it was a a in my community college who had that tattooed across his chest. <laughs> Both of and, them together? No, YOLO oh, on the YOLO, front okay. of his chest. And I don't think it's hard to imagine why he did not pass that class. Um, so, <laughs> all right. So we had some so, YOLO. Yeah, nice, so nice. YOLO. And also, I mean, that idea of, you know, where I say the FOMO is, is that they had this vision for how birth can be. They know, they know how birth, undisturbed birth, should look like and feel like to a person who's experiencing it. And they knew they were not doing or providing the best for that experience in a hospital setting. And when this event happened and they realized life is too short, you only live once. We have to make best of the time we have. They decided this is it. We're not going to wait. We're not going to wait for the perfect time. There is no perfect time. Let's just do this. Let's start a birth center and run it the way we want to create experiences for families to experience birth. Right? So then they are you know, doing all the work. If you hear them tell the story, really, um, when they realized how much it was going to cost, when they started talking insurance and, you know, who are they, you know, trying to get the insurance contracts done and realizing that there aren't a lot of insurance companies yet. I mean, they're slowly coming on board that recognize out of hospital birth is a viable option. So they're not covering it. So they realize with most of their clients accessing them through out-of-pocket um, payment options, it was very much limiting the people who were going to experience what they were offering. And so they came up with this idea of like, 
what if we had a scholarship program where people could apply and then we could write them gifts and then you da, 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 and they're like, well, that's a lot of work. We don't want to do that. Who do we know that would do that and say yes? Oh, let's ask Christina. And so you, and you got pulled out of a, a like a spotlight shined on you and you're like me I was right. busy okay I guess I <laughs> I was very busy at the time I was homeschooling four of our children I was and I my husband and I were very involved as childbirth educators I was doing work part-time as a doula so um they came up with this idea and I said you know I'm really gonna have to talk to my husband about this because it sounds like it's going to, it could potentially be a lot of work. So I went home and talked to my husband and, you know, did a little research, you know, kind of the logistics of like, what's reality? This is, is there anything like this that I could, I hate reinventing the wheel. I'm all about like, look at systems that work and use them, maximize them. I'm, I'm completely a fan of innovation. I'm always happy to try something new because you never know. That's, you know, however, there's always conventional things you can pull in. There are tried and true things that work to run businesses yeah, and, and nonprofits. Always taste right. good together. Right. There's, no, there's no need to. You know, why dip anything else, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> so. Some people do orange juice. That's not okay. Oh, anyway, I can't. Yeah. Not, oh. <laughs> Maybe we won't try that. Right. Um, so, in the course of doing my research, I realized, well, it'd be kind of illegal for them to have a nonprofit that solely served their purposes. I said, well, I don't know how I'm going to bring this to them, but you know, I, it, but first I talked about it, I had said no to a lot of other things. And I kind of feel like it was just, this was meant to be for me to say yes. Because I had said no to other projects where I had been invited to take a lead. It just wasn't the right time. I felt like it was saving me for this particular project, which I am absolutely passionate about having experienced an out of hospital birth myself. I mean, I had thought I had three natural births until I had my out-of-hospital birth, and I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, it's a completely Night different ballgame. Yeah, not to say, and not to take away, I mean, the, the births in the hospital were what happened, and really for what they were, it was the best I could have expected, and I wouldn't complain about any of them. Hmm. However, I had no idea what undisturbed birth was until I experienced it. And I was like, how is, I mean, it gives me the chill still to this day. I'm getting goosebumps as we're talking. How did I not push for this harder when I know since my first baby, I wanted out of hospital? It, it's fascinating because I had a very similar experience with out of hospital versus hospital birth. And I think so much of the culture is wrapped up in like what you do is mm -hmm. right here. Mm -hmm. Here you go. You, you get on a stick. Guess what you get to do now? You call your OB that's closest to your, to your home. And then from there you research the hospital closest to your home. And then right. from there you have a baby, well, a baby shower where everyone fawns over you and right. then you don't see them again until after that baby is a couple months old and you're, you're kind of cute. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I completely understand. And, I, I'm the same way where I did not understand how truly magical and unsucky birth could be mm -hmm. because yeah. I think it is spoken in a way of like, man, it sucks. And like after and my hospital birth, I'm like, this quite, has to not suck for certain. Right. People, right. Quite frankly. I mean, if you look at our culture that is predominantly hospital based, you know, it really does stink a little bit. Why are we still doing those things to women? And, you know, we're in an interesting time now with this uh, pandemic that 
is going to essentially change the way we birth again. For some women who stay in the hospital, it's going to get a lot more restrictive. And for the women who choose to walk out, they're going to discover a whole new world that they wouldn't have even thought of had this not come up. So I mean, we could talk about that another day too. I know. Like I'm so excited <laughs> to have that conversation, but we'll but let's focus. I'll come back. Focus. Wait, let's fill in. <laughs> come back in. Um, so anyway, so we, we had said, you know, we'll, let's talk again in two weeks. Let me go talk to Bruce. Let me see what I can find. And you know, there's like, okay, you know, they had to, they had to do the work of opening the birth center and still providing for their families as they're opening a new business. So they're like, okay, we gotta go do what we gotta do. Let's meet back in again in two weeks. So we met, meet back again in two weeks and they're like, well, we have something we want to tell you. And I said, well, that's great. Cause there's something I want to tell you first. You go, you first. Right. And they say to me, well, Christina, we've been thinking. And if we really mean that we're for women, we have to be for all women. So we really need the scholarship fund to be for all the birth centers, not just ours. And I breathe a sigh of relief because I said, thank God you are there because quite frankly, legally, that's the way it has to be. <laughs> so we got there. We got there from different directions. However, I'm glad we all agree. It has to be for all the birth centers, not just yours. And, you know, I said, so my answer to you is yes, I will spearhead this initiative. I am happy to do it. I am thrilled. I'm honored to be the person you chose to ask. Uh, we will get it done. And so I went about forming a board. Well, you know, we had to do we had the lawyer, right? Always a lawyer. <laughs> a wonderful woman, by the way. Um, I don't know if I can plug her. She's running for um, Maricopa County. Oh, Maricopa County. Yeah. Ooh. So anyway, um, I don't know if I can say that name because I guess technically I can't because we're not allowed to politically um, advocate for anybody. So I'm not advocating right. for you. I'm just telling you, we have well, a wonderful attorney. if you happen attorney. to research a lawyer that's female running for Maricopa <laughs> County, that's, that's on you. We'll run across her. Right. Anyway, right. Yeah, so she's yeah. a wonderful woman, has worked for us, not pro bono, but has drastically reduced her weight rates because she also believes in women and believes in birthrights and and has done incredible work for us, you know, on the back end to set us up in the right way. So we are a vibrant nonprofit that can change with the times um, and as needed, you know, we, you know, if, anyway, I digress because we're studying the constitution right now with our children and I'm like, oh, we did such a good job sending it for a wish. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, so, so we, you know, the, we had the lawyer who set it up right on the back end. We have an incredible board, you know, from all different walks of life all have been touched by their own birth experiences and believe that women should have options as a board because there's literally nothing else like this in the country. Um, Is there decided, anything like this in the world? Because I've tried to I, look them up. I have never looked as far as the world. The fact that the, in, the, in the 50 United States, there's nothing like this, it, that's enough for me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> We're impressive that's, right that's there. That's as big as my brain goes. There's nothing else like it in the world. I would like to think someone somewhere else has had this idea because it would be a tragic if it doesn't exist somewhere else. However, or I can say, are you guys blaze, like trail blazing a trail? Oh my God. I absolutely believe we are trailblazing. I mean, one of the reasons that some of the things have been set up the way they are in Willow Wish now is because I, I truly see this as a national organization at some point. That is where, when we started it and where our, my strategic plan is for this organization is that there will be a Willow Wish, Arizona, Willow Wish, New Mexico, Willow Wish, Colorado, Willow Wish, Utah, Willow Wish, California. Let's start with the Southwest and then expand. And you know, our listeners can help us with that by just going to our website, willowish.org, 
and like donating you know whatever you can we know like a dollar or two goes a really long way that can help us expand or even give a gift this month give a gift right absolutely just just throwing that out there it was a sweet sweet (laughs) transition i just did there well i am loving it you're absolutely right yes so um yeah so that so you are correct like in we definitely have an incredible opportunity here to change birth in the United States and how people access birth. Um, be, I go back to because we there is nothing else like this to build the program on. We decided to start small with the birth centers that are accredited. Now, I will tell you, I got pushback from the people who thought of this. It's like, well, we don't want to just do the accredited birth centers. We want all the birth centers. And I said, you know, we may get there, but liability-wise, we need to think about, you know, who are the people who are doing the due diligence to take the extra step, and they're having an outside source acknowledge that, yes, you have safe practices, best practices, you know, that the whole staff is trained. And not to say that a birth center that isn't accredited hasn't met those guidelines. However, as we're building a program, we just thought starting small was the best policy and expanding as we get more experience and have more um research and numbers to say, okay, yes, we should continue on this path or no, yeah, we're ready to expand. So I mean, even um, Jesus selected only one disciple out of his twelve <laughs> to to build his church on. So I mean it's not a bad way to go. Right. <laughs> so yeah, so we and we started the first year with six applications and now I would say we get a minimum of six applications a month. So I mean it's definitely Yay! Yeah. It was one of those things where it's you never know when you start something new that's never been done before. Is are people going to hear about it? Are they going to are they going to care? Are they going to want to get involved? And it's just been an amazing ride. And I love your term. I'm going to steal it. That we are trailblazers. We are trailblazers in this field of making birth accessible for women who otherwise wouldn't access these out of hospital. So it really is an honor and the privilege to be here. So yeah, for sure. Exciting. And I love hearing all your passion that you have um, for this, because it's it's something so easy to drink in and then want to be a part of it, which is why I'm here. Like literally, I went to a couple of your guys's events, and then I was like, "All right, how do I how do I snake my way in so I can oh, start wearing wow. the t-shirt and like Yay! helping tra- uh, trailblaze?" And literally, we're actually a year ago today is when I made that decision because we did right. goat yoga. Goat yoga. Yeah. Goat yoga season. So That's right. I brought a friend and my sister and I was like, hey, for 10 bucks each, we can go do goat yoga. And then it helps somebody go birth outside a hospital. Isn't that nice? Goat, and my sister and her friend goat. were like, yeah, whatever. We just want to play with baby goats. <laughs> play with the goats. Absolutely. But that was yeah. enough for me to be like, mm, I think you want to be more involved. Like yeah. if you're well, recruiting people, then you should uh, go talk to these people. So yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, Emmy, that brings this an extra, if I can just jump on that, you know, that is one of our goals as an organization, uh, because my husband and I are small business owners and, um, it, to us, we've always, we're an abundance mentality type of family. There's always enough. And when we were teaching childbirth classes, we never felt intimidated. Or when I started as a doula, I never felt intimidated about there's too many doulas because quite frankly, in our minds, until the cesarean uh, birth rate is back down to where it should be anywhere between, you know, five to 10, 15% at the most, there are not enough of us in the world doing birth work to support moms and be their cheerleaders and tell them they can do this. 
So for us, yeah. it's always been an abundance mentality of if, if, if we can always do more, we can always accept more help. There's always room for everybody who wants to come play at this table and, and support women and support families who are going through this growth of a new family. So when we were creating events for Willow Wish, we really wanted to think about it. it's not just women because there are men, you know, dads are dads. Like they become dads because they're involved in the birth process, right? So what are some events we can do that include, you know, families? What are some events we can do that include the moms and the dads together? What are some events that just support the women? So we, as we approached fundraising, the whole idea was let's create events that are meaningful, right? That people can respond to that when they come give to us, they also receive hopefully even more than they um, thought they were going to even come away with. And let's support small business again, you know, so yeah. as much as we can, we reach out to the small business community so we can promote them when we're having our events. Like, hey, we're hosting this at like Valley Fusion Fitness or we're doing this at Goat Strong or who are some of our other, um, Blossom Birth Center has been our host. Willow Wish, or, or excuse me, Willow um, Midwife Center has been our host. Um, gosh, I would have to think of all the different places. Oh, we had a great event at um, a hotel in Phoenix. Okay, there's a patio out there. I will get back to you on that. But you no, know, you're so okay. I, I know one of the ones you did was Gangplank, which is in downtown yes, Chandler, right? Which is around yeah. the bend from me, right? So we just try to always how can we how can our events get names out in the public, right? So free we they're generous enough to give us their space. So we want to do everything we can to give back to them. Uh, and then, like I said, like we have an incredible team of volunteers that puts together these events that are a affordable and b meaningful and memorable i mean it's just so we just we never want to take more than we give back and i think with that approach we are so blessed with people like you who join our team so it's it's a Aww. it's a win-win for everybody oh, so, we're so thrilled to have you here shucks i i don't know what to say except just to remind everyone if you want to keep supporting us just go to willowish.org <laughs> drop a couple dollars there so yes. that we can do you know keep that handing out. you get will-o-wish swag now what yes it's just a two dollar donation if you go to willowish.org and hit our donate now button there's a little two dollar tab and like i and and again i mean like i said there's to us there's nothing that's too small because we especially in these interesting times i shall just say leave it at that you want to give and we want to give back. So for two or even just a $2 donation, we are going to mail you a little Willow Wish swag, this little logo that's behind me. I know your viewers can't see it, but it's this logo on a sticker that you can stick on a water bottle, stick on your computer. I don't think it'll stick to your gym bag, but I don't know who's going to the gym. Nobody's going to the gym now, but it'll fit on your phone, <laughs> right? It'll <laughs> stick on your phone. On, uh, your, the backside of your switch, which you're totally using absolutely right now, you put it on your car you want to put it right, on your yeah, car yeah, yeah. you know so there's lots so anyway so even for two, a two dollar donation you can uh get some willow wish swag so we're always well, happy there to you go thank even you more it. of a reason um yeah. so we did touch upon some of the resources that you guys use along the way which is uh the small businesses in our area mm -hmm. are there any other resources that you want to give big shout outs to or that were unexpected or you know. So let me tell you about the sponsor program that we have. Okay. So Please like, tell I, me. so about going back to the, you know, we started in 2016. And like I said, there's this, this program is just so serendipitous because we were incorporated on the anniversary that my husband and I got married. 
And Aww. our lawyer, yeah, our lawyer calls and she said, I've never had this return so quickly. Like we submitted the paperwork two or three days before. And she's like, I've literally never gotten articles and incorporation approved so quickly. And I said, well, it was meant to be because it's our anniversary today. It's like best anniversary gift ever. What's your anniversary? Now we, September now we 27th. Ah, okay. So that right. was our official incorporation day in Arizona as a, you know, as a nonprofit. Okay. Really cool. Yeah. So then mm, I would say we had our first official fundraiser when they did their grand opening which was sometime in October, November. And a little bit after that, just, you know, we had, somebody said to me at the grand opening, do you have a website? And I said, mm, I'll get on that, get on that. And I had, oh, yeah, 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 we're working on it. We're totally right. working on it. <laughs> and for the business purposes, I already had our PO box. So somebody said, oh, you know, what's your address? You know, oh, I'm like, yeah, here's, here, you know, I had just a little homemade flyer that, uh, thank God there are people now in our print we have a print coordinator and our social media team who's taken over all of the things that I absolutely have no ego about and I'm happy to have them do much better than I could ever do. Um, so our address is on there. And I would say about within a month or two of our grand opening, I received this check in the mail with a letter saying, I'm so excited for this program. We had our baby, you know, they were one of the first Willow clients or they were expecting. And so maybe it was after she had her baby. I mean, I would have to go back and look at the deposit of that check to tell you exactly when it came in, but I still have the letter. And please put this towards a gift program. We're so excited. I'm, you know, I'm a real estate agent and I have, you know, I worked, my broker encouraged me to find something I'm passionate about and just set aside a percentage of every commission and just give to that organization. And I've chosen Willow Wish. And really Emmy that moment was the first moment for me that made me realize we're onto something like this is not just somebody's pipe dream that I'm trying to flesh out this is real like this is this is this mission is connecting with people it's meaningful and it's going to change lives yeah and so I looked at that check and I was like wow like this is it this is real this is happening you know the next steps need to be happening so then I conceived of the sponsor program right so let me take this this woman who's a business owner and how do I thank her for what she's done and that's where the sponsor program was born I mean the very first sponsor program was we had maybe two or three levels and it was very you know benign like oh yeah we'll talk about you I'll do a blog post about you and I'll make sure we promote you on our Instagram and that's it now we have a sponsor program with one two three five levels beautiful perks for the sponsors that we're so excited to be able to um give back to them for the gift they've given us. You know, I think the first check was maybe $600. I know it was $600. Um, Cause I remember how she did her sponsorship. Um, we have now had two businesses give us $5,000 checks, which oh for, you God. know, something huge, that's not a big deal. But for us who just started our, and now here's another really interesting date for you. So the paperwork to do the IRS 501c3 got filed. Yes. And it got approved on September 11th. Oh. Again, a date that was very, for me, had a lot of meaning. We knew people who were in the towers and we knew people who were pilots. And so it was just a date that I still had a very hard time facing every year. And it was just like a gift was given. Here is, actually 9-11 has been a meaning for you. That's a date you're officially recognized by the United States government as a 501c3 go fundraise your butt off. So I'm like, Yay. so now 9-11 is an amazing 
celebratory date, which, and we had our first anniversary. And so we were, uh, got our letter in 2018, uh, about a year and a half after we were, were officially uh, uh, recognized in the state of Arizona. So 2018 um, was our first letter, right? Recognizing you're, you're in, you're done, go fundraise. And um, we had our first anniversary, September 11, 2019. Oh, wow. So yeah, so we're coming up on our second anniversary of being an official, you know, big girl pants on nonprofit. Right. <laughs> the, the real deal. Yeah. And so we're it's coming so up on our exciting. second. But to have, again, in just only our second year to have two companies get $5,000 checks, yeah. that's humongous. So what do I appreciate? What are the resources? That's a long answer to a short question. Are the, <laughs> are, the, are the businesses that have stepped up? And I do want to mention our two growth sponsors are Arizona Breastfeeding Medicine and Wellness. And we have Willow uh, Birth and Midwife Wellness Center in uh, Mesa, Arizona. So Amazing. Um, just, Amazing. and then we have some $1,500 sponsors. We have our, you know, we have a thousand dollar sponsor. We have, um, four or $500 sponsors. And then we have several seat sponsors at a hundred dollar level. That's kind of, you know, and again, for the companies that just want to say, Hey, we're here, we support you. We still want to put them everywhere. So we have monthly publications that they go out in that we appreciate them on. We do our best to, you know, celebrate them on social media. You know, they, their poster hangs behind me every Monday morning when I do our live on Facebook. Um, so we, we appreciate each and every sponsor that, again, because my husband and I have been small business owners, we know that this is money they could be spending on their family or their business. And the fact that they choose to spend it on Willow-Wish, we are humbled and honored, and that money goes straight to the gift program. So how, just, how would a small business get a hold of you if they wanted to be a seed sponsor or more? Um, I would just have them email me at hello at willowwish.org. Oh, so okay. Yeah, well, there you go. Up, that easy. So mm -hmm. they could so do a two dollar donation at willwish.org and right. get swag, or right. get even more by emailing you at hello <laughs> at me. willwish. Yeah, and we'll email you the whole um, sponsor package. You know, we'll say you know it's digital, or I'm happy to come meet you in person. I'm always, I'm I'm an in person. I'm still old school. I'd rather meet you in person and talk to you and hear your story and see what that works best for you. But in social distancing, thank God. I have been pushed to put everything <laughs> digitally and it's already digital. It's ready to go out in a digital format as well. Thanks to my, right, again, yeah. thanks to our volunteers who are much younger than I am and much more digitally savvy and have forced me to put everything online. Like I always say, I go kicking and screaming, but I will go and I am always grateful. So I am very <laughs> grateful that they pushed us to make it digital because now in this digital social distancing platform, um, if you don't want to meet me in person, I get it. I appreciate it. And we will send it to you via email. I think it should be noted, though, even with all the social distancing, how much socializing is going on. Oh, my so. gosh. It's so important. And, it's, you know, to that end, you know, we have, you know, we talked about events earlier. Um, my mini event team, our mini event team, I said Willow Wish, our mini event team is considering eight different ideas that have been put forward to do some virtual getting together and fundraising for Willow Wish, again, in a fun way that, again, hopefully you get more out of than you put in. So, yeah, exactly. For the team to to figure out which of those events they want to run with and then see what they create it's going to be amazing always making magic huh behind yeah. the scenes we uh, drive <laughs> right uh i'm sure over i know it's it hasn't been a long time but i'm sure you've already heard some myths or urban legends about your organization already <laughs> yeah what what's one that you would love to dispel right here right now so the biggest one is that we only give to one birth center because our name is tied very 
The name Willow has more to do with the event that happened than it does with a particular birth center in Arizona. So Willow Wish was, you know, we, you know, we want to grant a wish, right? And right. the willow tree is strong, it's resilient, it's associated very much with feminine energy and that, you know, it's by the edge of the water and water, you know, moves and flows and we know water is involved in birth. So the willow tree is more of a symbol of birth and women than it is a birth center. So we do write for the five accredited birth centers in Arizona. And again, the board was very specific when it made this decision and it, we were very meticulous that like we reached out to the birth centers. Um, there's a Flagstaff Birth and Women's Center in Flagstaff and they are aware of us and they know about us. Uh, at the time, there was Tucson El Rio Birth Center and they have since gone in hospital. However, Baby Moon In has stepped in and taken over and is providing out of hospital accredited birth in Tucson. Um, there's Baby Moon In in Phoenix, there's Blossom Birth Center in Phoenix, and there's Willow Midwife Center in Mesa. So those five centers, so we felt like, okay, we have a center in Northern Arizona, we have a center in Southern Arizona, and we have three in the middle that people can choose from. So while it's not all the birth centers, we can say we're being equitable and there are choices. Yeah, and you're slowly taking over the world, like the trailblazers one we're trying to be. Yes, one at a time, one at a time. just time. one at a time, one step at a time. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so that's what the, that would be the one myth I wanted to spell is that it's not yeah. just for one birth center, it's for the five accredited birth centers in Arizona. That's a really good myth to dispel. Yeah. Um, if you could tell me a story about the most delightful, unexpected delight that you've had since being our director. If you could choose one, oh or you could choose several. I mean, I've, well, I've got nowhere to be. Honestly, I would tell you that it is with extreme gratitude and great humility that the biggest surprise has been how this resonates with people. Not that I didn't believe it was going to, because I knew that there was a need. I knew that the message was important. I knew that the story is incredible. It's in the volunteer side. I never imagined that I would have a volunteer team as talented, as generous, as um, creative. And we have the incredible gift, and people in the nonprofit world will get this, we are a 100% volunteer run organization and yeah. we do not mess around. And the fact that all of these incredible people, and I will say men and women, because we have two men on our team as well as several women, the fact that this message resonates with them to the point that they know there is no monetary compensation yet they're willing to give freely of their time and talents. I and mean, when I say freely, like freely is in monetary, there's no personal gain for them on a financial end and also I know they work countless hours. I know they're working hours, but even though what I'm saying, like, you know, we should really go to bed, like we should end this meeting and go to bed guys. I know they're staying up because the next morning I have emails like, why, look what I did. Da, da, da. And I would say that that is really the most pleasant surprise is just what an incredible team I have literally been gifted with to make this vision happen for more families in Arizona. So I would say that is just brilliant. And it's, it's humbling. Like I said, it's humbling. It's, more than anything humbling, like how did I get so lucky that these incredible people saw this organization, heard our story and said, we're all in. And so, yeah, yeah it's been yeah. a beautiful gift 
for me. So that was my wish and I, yeah. it's come true. So I just, I really, if I was putting it on paper, I could not create a better dream. The oh, team. So yeah. Yeah. No, it's a dream work. Dream team. It is dream team. We say, yeah, that's our little <laughs> motto. Teamwork makes a dream work. And oh, truly I, I have a dyslexified. <laughs> no, <laughs> dream work makes the teamwork. Uh, yeah. You dream it. It, it you do it. Uh, well, you could say, uh, honestly, Emmy, in our case, you could say it both ways, you know, teamwork yeah, makes yeah. a dream work. And actually the dream is making the team. I mean, yeah. it's manifesting itself and it's just beautiful. And like I said, that's been the most pleasant surprise is that, that people want to help and, and do so with, with no compunction and just with absolute, um, generosity. So, yeah. And I'm sure our listeners would love to be generous too at willowish.org. <laughs> I'm just going to keep sliding grateful. it in there. Yes. Not only, I, I'm sure also they can contact you by email to see how they can become one of right. your if they would like to super volunteer. talented, super beautiful, super great volunteers like <laughs> me and so many yeah. others. We always will say yes to help. We will find a spot for everybody. I mean, honestly, I mean, we have somebody who writes our uh, who's volunteered to step in, right? Like literally nothing is too small. She's like, well, I have time to write thank you notes. Do you write thank you notes? And Chelsea was like, you have no idea how many notes this woman writes. <laughs> Perfect. So, yes, we will accept help with thank you notes. So literally if you name it, we'll find a place for you to make your talent work. So yes. Sounds great. I, I'm, I'm excited to see who will step up next because it yes. is kind of, it. I will say being a part of the team, it is so neat seeing the people who have joined because it does feel a little bit like, have you ever seen those classic 80s films of like the ragtag team that gets together and <laughs> none of those people look like they would actually hang out, but they right. have so much in common. Yeah. yeah, I feel a bit like I'm a part of Goonies or the Bad oh, News Bears. I love it. Well, uh, I know the Bad News Bears story. I don't know the Goonies story very well. Oh, yeah. the Goonies. Come on, Sean Astin and <laughs> other people. <laughs> I didn't feel my age, but yes. <laughs> um, what are some events we should look forward to in the future? I, I know we have some big ones that we're still going to be doing. Yeah, so our four signature events every year. And again, just, you know, we may have to get creative and do them differently. We're hoping that by Christmas in July was when we had our big food drive. Every year we have been honored to partner with Matthew's Crossing Food Bank and we do a food drive to pack their shelves. And because July 25th is on a Saturday this year, we're like, let's, you know, let's go for a Christmas in July theme because we always try to give them food during the holidays when we know people are stressed for money and they may have a higher need for, um, for the key the items that they, they need. Yeah, right. So, you know, the, the basic pantry items of the carbs and the protein and um, the fruit. So um, this year, and it could not be time better because really, quite frankly, with everything going on, there's gonna, they're going to be facing a high need all year long. So yeah. like I said, you know, I really feel like there is a greater plan for this organization. Christmas in July is gonna be perfect for them. And who knows, we may do it again in December like we usually do. So um, Christmas in July food drive is the next big event for Willow Wish. And we're partnering with Holiday Inn and Mesa to make that happen. And so we'll be indoors, which we're super excited for for the first time. <laughs> and if we need to provide a drive-by option for people, we can still do that as well. Awesome. And then after that, we have a signature event that we call Midwives and Margaritas, where we treat the midwives to margaritas and a meal. 
and gratitude. Nice, but nice. I like to say without midwives, Willow Wish wouldn't exist because you have to have midwives who are willing to provide out of hospital birth for us to even do the work that we do. So And margaritas wouldn't exist without midwives. So. <laughs> right. And babies wouldn't exist without margaritas too sometimes. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's a, a circle of great. life. Oh. It all works out. <laughs> So uh, that's our event coming up in, I believe it's in October, we're having it coincide with their conferences here and providing just like a little extra evening entertainment for them in the form of a dinner and a meal, uh, including margaritas. And then we have our big events, again, again, all contingent on whatever happens with the social distancing aspect. One of the things we do best is put on a family festival. So we're really excited again to provide a great venue for small businesses to come, showcase what they do to the families. And that's not just Willow Wish families. You know, we invite obviously all our former um, recipients to come and enjoy the day. And it's a free community event. And we invite people who cater to families and who cater to people who would tend to seek the out of hospital experience, you know, whether it's more natural living, green living, clean, you know, what's the green clean things. Um, Green, clean, mighty machines. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, children's, you know, the, we have pediatricians that come and chiropractors that come and dentists that come as well. You know, all that serve families, you know, so families can meet them face to face and make a connection. And uh, we just always have vendors that are repeat vendors because it's a great event for them every year. And the families come back because it's fun. And we have a carnival area for the kids to enjoy and we always, you know, manage to have great food trucks. And it's just we a fun we found our dentist there one year. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Perfect. <laughs> so you're a perfect example of why we right, love yeah. this event. And uh, then piggybacking on that, actually the night before, we do our big sparkle and ice VIP dinner for our sponsors. And anybody else who would like to come is invited to buy a ticket and join us as we share what we've done in the past and introduce them to some of the recipients. And then so it's sparkle and ice followed by the uh, fall festival. Or well, actually, no, sorry. We're calling it the Winter Wish. Is our Jan we moved from fall to January, and I love that because I love the play on Winter Wish. I love right, that. Of course, more. yeah, of course. So winter Wish. We should have Elsa winter. show up one year. We should have Elsa. We are right for Elsa to come to our wish events. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll get on that. Um, well, I've really enjoyed talking to you. I would like our listeners to know where to connect with you with. I mean, if I haven't been annoying enough with those tra really smooth transitions. I appreciate it that you are so proactively promoting Willow Wish. <laughs> it's what we, uh, we just, like I said, we would be nowhere without our donors and our sponsors. So we appreciate every opportunity to speak to them and connect with them. And again, have you know that your gift is so appreciated and it is truly, I mean, if you go to willowwish.org, you can see some of the videos that have been created by the recipients. Um, well, not, how should I say that? If you go to willowwish.org, you can, there is a link on the new website that mm -hmm. takes you to our YouTube channel. And the YouTube channel has uh, three personal testimonials and two of the videos that are more of the compilation of the stories that uh, from the recipients. We have one of our 2018 recipients and a video of our 2019 recipients. And truly, if you had any doubt about the difference you're making, hopefully that will dispel any doubt you have and know that your gift is gratefully accept accepted. And like I said, whether it's $2, $200, or if you want to be in one of the bigger sponsor levels, it all makes a difference. 
our gifts go, whenever we receive a donation like that, it goes straight into the gift program. Yeah. And it's making a difference for an Arizona family who's just wishing for an empowered and meaningful experience outside of the hospital. So we appreciate you. Thank you for doing what you're doing to get the word about Willow Wish. And we want to thank all our listeners. And like I said, you can reach me directly, hello at willowwish.org or head to our website, willowwish.org and read all about the difference you can make when you give to Willow Wish. Yeah, we're so happy to have you. And guys, if you keep listening to this podcast, week after week, we're going to have sponsors and people popping in from our community and the recipients. So keep on listening. But this is going to be our first one. And I'm so excited to have it up. And I'm so excited that it was Christina, the first one on. Like, well, thank, thank you, you for, for coming and being on. so lovely. <laughs> I appreciate it. or our organization in general, check out willowwish.org. Every little bit goes towards our wish of making birth choices accessible. You can also check out our rad events coming up in the future. I'm your birth wizard, Emmy. Thank you for joining us for this rad conversation. Until next time, toodles. Toodles.